The key to true growth and true culture in a company is you recruit from within. You grow from within. It means your people truly believe in what you are doing and want their friends to be a part of it. I'm gonna start by painting a picture. Some of you have heard this before, some of you um, maybe forgot, and some of you will be your first time. But look around you for a minute. Look how many people are in this room. How many people believe in what we are doing and helping people buy and sell homes. Yes, we're a real estate company, but what we really do is we are here to change lives. We're way more than just a real estate company. We just happen to do it through real estate, right? We talk about that all the time. And so it's just, it's so crazy to me to think that all of this started with an idea of, hey, I think we can do this better to take better care of the clients. And then after that, it was, I think if we can take better care of the clients, now where do I want to hang my license to do that at? And there was nobody that aligned with the values that I thought you should have as a real estate company, as a real estate agent. And so we just created it. And so this all started with just an idea of I wanted to help more people. And here we are six years later, what do we still talk about doing? Helping more people. Just crazy to see it come to fruition. I never thought it would be this big, um, but it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, so it's just very important that we remember why we are here, what the vision is of our company, right? We are not here just to sell real estate. We're not here to take advantage of people. We're not here to do anything other than help more people. The law of reciprocity is real. The more people we actually help, the more that we get in return. But you have to, there's a catch to the law of reciprocity. You have to do it for the sake of giving. If you do it for the sake of, oh, if I do this, I'll get that, the world will not reward you, I promise you. You have to do it with the right intentions and give for the sake of giving. If you do that, I promise you the world, the universe, God, whatever your beliefs are, will reward you back tenfold. I'm, I'm living proof of it. All I focus on is how much can I give every single day. I've, I've received more than I ever thought I could ever receive in my entire life, and you guys can too. So just remember, give for the sake of giving. That's what we do here. We just happen to do that through real estate. Ryan, Amanda, you guys remember this. With, like, this all, I, when I say it all started with an idea, like legitimately twice has started in our basement. Number one as, hey, we don't want our, our broker to know that we're, we're gonna create something better or talk about creating something better because the environment was so toxic that we were afraid that they heard whispers, they would take all our business and steal money and it just wasn't gonna be good. And so we literally, Ryan and I and Amanda were in, in our basement midnight sometimes, just talking about ideas, brainstorming, about what can we do to help more people. And it's just crazy to think that it started, literally we did a podcast on from basement to number 15 in the nation. And it started in our basement not once, but twice. Because then we hit roadblocks, and if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, go listen to it. Um, it will really help explain a little bit about why we're here. It's two hours long on why we're here that I'm not gonna bore you with today. But the highlights of it is that we are here to help people. We are here to change lives. And that's what we're doing. And my goal is to help you guys change your lives. But all, here's what I know. In order for me to help you change your lives for you and your family, you have to focus on changing other people's lives. You have to give to others so that you can receive. We do that by, based on culture first. You guys have heard me say that, but I hope that you guys understand that's not something we say, it's something that we do every single day. Culture is a buzzword. It's easy to talk about culture. It's easy to say, hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, but it's not always easy to act. It's not always easy to act in principle, act in values. And I want you guys to know that is our secret sauce. Our secret sauce is our values. Because there have been several times where I've done things that, I, let's go back in the day where I let go of an agent. The company was not making money outside of my sales. Okay, that's where the team was at the time, years ago. Our top producing agent at the time 
was not a good culture fit. And this is not to talk shit on anybody, this is just to let you know how important culture is. They were not a good culture fit, and we gave them every opportunity to correct, 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 and it just wasn't gonna be a good fit. This person had, by the time, by the time we had the first conversation to the time that we had the final conversation, that person was what was keeping us in the black in the company. It was our top producing agent. It was the reason that our team was actually able to make a profit to keep paying the bills for the next month. But what did we do? Fired her on the spot. You know why? We're about way more than a paycheck. We're about way more than a PL. We're about the people. We're about the culture. And we all have to believe in the same thing. We all have to be rowing the boat in the same direction in order to make the impact that I know we can make on the world. And so that's just one of a thousand examples I can give you on core values is not something we say, it's something that we do. And I need you guys to replicate that. I need you guys to understand the importance of every single day we act in value and we act in principle without fail. Every day. Nobody's perfect, don't get me wrong, but you always act in, in, in values and in your principles. And so let's talk about our values. Building relationships, it's with everybody, right? It could be the agent on the other side of the transaction. It could be the agency across town that hates you, hates us. We still wanna build a relationship with them. We have to lay our head at not, down at night knowing that we are doing the right things by the right people. And it's our responsibility every day to build positive and fun relationships with everybody. If they don't wanna build them with us, that's on them. But we have to stay above that kind of thing. And if we do that and we focus on building relationships, amazing things happen. As an example, through building relationships, here's a recent example for me. I just interviewed the number one team in California on our podcast for free. You know why? Because he asked me for help and I helped him because I built a relationship. Like that, there's so much in this world that if you just focus on building relationships with people, good things happen, right? So relationships. What's the next one? Somebody who wants to give me their definition of education? Somebody in the back. We're continuously learning, but we're also teaching our clients um, like teaching them what's the best course of action for them. So, you know, like we take education seriously and we're always learning, but we're also, if it's not right for a client, we know it's not right, we're gonna educate them on that so that they don't put themselves in a bad situation. So we truly care about them. Awesome. Give a round of applause. How about that from a newbie? You think our core values matter? Do you think our core values are part of our onboarding? Do you think we talk to all the people that we screen about how important core values are? Basically read the definition in our core values of education. I just got goosebumps, that's awesome, great job. What's next? This one is, it's kind of a trick question, we added it. So we've talked about it a couple times, but we spell ready with an A, it starts with an A. I, I have my own definition. I own every single outcome in my life, period. If you guys have a transaction, if Tyler has a transaction, it goes shit sideways. Somehow that's my fault. There's something I could have done better to help Tyler prepare for success in that transaction. Does that make sense? That's what accept responsibility means to me. Does anybody remember the Tuesday meeting we had three, four weeks ago? That's me accepting responsibility. Shit wasn't going right on the team. Guess what? It's my fucking fault, period. Instead of pointing the finger, I own my outcomes of everything in my life. And that's what accept responsibility means. Because even if it wasn't something that's quote unquote my fault, there is still something I could have done to make it a better outcome or less severe of a, a downturn, whatever. There's still something I can do because I own every single outcome. There's another word that, I, I, that in my world is very, very close to discipline, it's commitment. I make commitments and I stay disciplined to get those commitments done. Discipline, commitment, consistency, those three things in any area of your life will take you a long ass ways, I promise you. Initiative, who's been through an interview to be on this team? Everybody raise your hand, you all have, okay? It's a trick question, make sure you guys are awake. So. Part of the interview process in one way, shape, or form was, is something to the effect of we are looking for self-managed and self-disciplined people. So that goes to discipline and that also goes to initiative, right? Because 
if our organization gets blocked by waiting on leadership to tell you what to do versus giving you the freedom to go do what you think needs to be done within our values, within our lane, then it restricts growth. It restricts you, it doesn't empower you to build more. So initiative is a very, very part of our core values because it's, it's one of those things we want to empower all of you if you're doing the right thing to go out and do more of it. Don't wait to be told what to do. Most people don't, right? They, they don't, that's my, it becomes micromanaging. It just becomes a bunch of different things. And so that's why, why initiative is so important is because we trust all of you. That's why you're here. You've all went through our onboarding process. It's not easy to get on this team, right? And so what, what are we filtering for most of the time? We're filtering for culture, right? Because we want culture first. And so it's so important that you are empowered to know that you, I trust you guys. Leadership trusts all of you to take initiative to do what you think needs to be done. What's next? Doing the right thing even when nobody's looking. Raise your hand if you've done something wrong on this team. We all make mistakes, we're human. Raise your hand if you got in trouble, if you acted in integrity for doing something wrong on this team. See how important it is? Integrity is everything. We added another part, grit. Who thinks real estate's easy? If you came here thinking real estate's easy, you're in the wrong damn room in the wrong business. Sorry, I'm just honest. Because there are times where this is, this is the most rewarding career, most rewarding thing I've done in my life besides being a dad, right? But it doesn't mean it's not fucking hard doesn't mean there haven't been times where I've had to be disciplined. I've had to motivate myself, get out of bed and have that grit to keep on going. And so we added that because it's so important. I was talking to Isaac Guzman while I was in San Diego. He's a sales manager for a beer home team, number one team for GCI, which is commission, gross commission income in EXP out of 78,000 agents, 800 million or something they sold last year. So he knows this stuff, right? And he said, the most important value on our team to see if they're gonna be successful is grit. If they have grit, I know they're gonna make it. If they don't have grit and they have everything else, they can come from a real estate background, have this big book of a sphere of influence. They can have everything you can imagine to be successful, but if they're missing grit, they're not gonna make it. Grit is so important because it's not always easy in this business, right? It's kind of ties into discipline a lot. See how a lot of these tie together, right? But we have to be gritty. We have to adapt and overcome. Raise your hand in this room if you've worked extra hard to help out a team member. You know how many other real estate offices, if I asked that question, everybody would be like, I'm gonna help them, they're my competition, right? Do you, I want you guys to understand how different that actually is. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but we hire people based on culture first, based on their values, who they are as a person, and any real estate experience, anything like that is secondary. Everybody agree with that that's been through here? We're doing what we are doing, serving the amount of families we are serving, serving our communities at the highest level, and how many of you came with zero real estate experience? Isn't that pretty crazy? It's actually really weird. I thought I'm usually nervous before these. So one of two things, I've been doing this enough where I'm not nervous anymore, which I don't think it's it, or I just feel so safe in front of you guys in a safe environment that I know you guys got my back even if I fuck up like I just did. I used to say we hire culture first, right? And I still say that, but my coach, John Sheplak said, if you say you're hired to culture, that's bullshit. Because tell me all the problems that are wrong with your culture. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure you have a great culture, Matt. But is it perfect? I'm like, well, no, nothing's perfect. It can always be better, right? I say that every day. Culture's a living, breathing thing. It's getting better or worse every day. Does everybody agree that our culture can be better tomorrow than it is today? Okay, so what we, what we adjusted is we are now hiring we are growing and we are moving standards and different values to a subculture. So we're gonna keep culture first, but we're going to grow into the things that we think we can improve in our culture. Versus hiring to our culture, we're gonna to hire to where our culture can be in a positive direction. As an example, when I started my career, this real estate here had just boomed. Fort Wood fucking blew up and literally I had people that were training, <laughs> training me, um, that were in the office with me as I had my license, that I asked them like, hey, hey, how's the business? Just asked them a bunch of questions. They said, well, it sucks right now. I'm like, well, I just wrote four contracts last week. It must suck for you. They're like, well, no, we used to show up to the office, 
there'd be three people waiting in line, there'd be another five within the first hour, and I'd say, how much do you want to spend? How much do you want to spend? How much do you want to spend? All right, you two come with me. And then I'd come back and get the next one. That's how real estate was. And so I used it to my advantage that I came in when everybody else had given up because now you actually had to call people and shit, right? You actually had to have some skills. You actually had to add value. You actually had to help people. And so that's what I built my career on. And that's the advantage that you guys have. Most human beings don't love change, right? And so changing from, well, I used to do it six months ago as a buyer's agent, I could act like this. It's so hard to transition to act like, well, the market has shifted so quickly, I have to completely transform how I treat buyers. It's so hard to make that shift, right? And so new agents, I'm telling you right now, make sure you take advantage of it. This is a huge advantage you have right now in this market. You will learn skills right now that most agents outside of this team will never ever have in their entire career that will serve you forever. So make sure you take advantage of that. One of the things that makes this company special is, is just our, our people, right? That in our training, being able to have as a, as a team, being able to bring in new people, knowing that we have great people that are gonna help navigate you through the process, get you trained properly to set you and your family up for success. 87% of real estate agents fail within the first three years according to the National Association of Realtors. 87% failure rate. You know what the failure rate at Matt Smith Real Estate Group is? Less than 10. And again, accepting responsibility, most of those 10 were my fault. Hired the wrong person. Didn't set the proper expectations. So part of that is I wanna acknowledge. So right now I want you to stand up if you were invited to this team by somebody on the team. And they said, hey, you gotta work here. Do you guys under, you can sit down. Do you guys understand how hard it is to grow real estate companies? How hard it is to attract the right people, how hard it is to grow? That shows me and proves to me that you guys believe in what we're doing. I was listening to the Chet Black thing while I was working out this morning, there's just some training stuff. Um, and he said, the key to true growth and true culture in a company is you recruit from within, you grow from within. Because the people in your company, in your organization, this was a, this was a trial, I was hoping I was right. That was my gut said that we had a lot of people that way but that if you can recruit from within, it means your people truly believe in what you are doing and want their friends to be a part of it because they see where it's going, they see what it's done for them and they wanna help them. All right, so there's another saying too, um, and I've said this a different way, but I heard Chep say it when I was in uh, Nashville for the event. The whole is bigger than the part. When the part serves the whole, the part receives back tenfold. So how many, how many of you guys have heard me say, we have to do team first, what's best for the team first? If you serve the team, the team will serve you. I never heard anybody else say it, I just, that's how I built it, is that I know if you give, 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 the team is gonna give you back and reward you tenfold, right? So to hear the best real estate coach on the planet say it in his language, I'm like, shit, maybe I'm onto something here. The only way that works is if we all agree. If we all understand, we have to do what's best for the team first, because if I serve the team, the team serves me tenfold. I'm gonna talk about a couple sayings here, um, then I'm gonna tell a quick story. The simple solves the complex. Anybody heard me say that before? Anybody heard the KISS principle? Keep it simple, stupid? Well, I'm pretty damn stupid, so I've kept it simple my whole career, and so it's you, <laughs> thanks Eric. <laughs> and so, so what I mean by that is we, we have to, and as agents, as training as staff, as we grow, that's one of the things that I'm really digging my teeth into is to simplify things, to make it easier to understand, easier to dive deeper on. And so stay on the lookout. I know Ops has done a lot of that with one cheaters and different things like that. But now that I'm in the sales manager role, we're gonna do that on sales. And we're going to have a sniper focus on a lot of things. Um, and we're gonna say, all right, what is the problem right now? And we're gonna dive deep and we're gonna all focus as a team team on this specific thing to improve it versus how many of you are sick you can be honest with me I mean you're sick and tired of sales me we we run this direction and the next meeting I have a cool idea and we run this direction the bother you guys so we're gonna fix that we're gonna decide as a team where are the holes and we're gonna drill on that hole until we've drilled deep enough and then we'll find another hole right 
we're gonna keep it simple. Another analogy for that is too many people wanna hit home runs, right? The home run hitters get all the glory. But how many home, do you know home run hitters strike out more than anybody else in baseball? All, it, it, why? Because they try to swing for the fences every time. You know what I want on my team? I want the guy that hits a single every time he's up at the plate. Because it's consistent effort over a period of time. There's too many people looking for that magic pill, that magic bullet. I'm here to tell you the magic is consistent effort focused on the right areas over a period of time. That's it. That's the secret. I'm gonna tell you guys a story. It's a tale of three agents. Who thinks this market is different than they've ever seen before? Who thinks there's low inventory? Interest rates are rising. There's all kinds of excuses about why, why the real estate market is gonna crash, it's gonna do this, why we can't sell houses, why we, right? There's all kinds of stuff out here that are happening. I'm gonna tell you the tale of three agents this year. I'm gonna tell you the story of agent number one. Agent number one is not gonna be in the business anymore. He's gonna be another statistic. He's gonna give up because it's too hard. He's gonna make all these excuses. You know what his main excuse is gonna be? Oh, there's low inventory. Nobody can make it in this market. It's low inventory. Interest rates are rising. Nobody can make it. All right, agent number two. Agent number two is gonna be the one that scraps and claws and feels like at the end of this year, at the end of this year, they just survived. They just barely made it through. Like they depleted their savings account. They just barely made it. They're like, man, I, 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 don't, I don't know what else I could have done. If, it, if I'd had more inventory, maybe I could have done more. If interest rates went, went up, maybe I could have done more, right? They have the same excuse. And then there's a third agent. The third agent, the one that's gonna, not gonna make any excuses. They're gonna look at every change, and every changing and challenging market is the biggest opportunity of your life. And they're gonna look at it that way. They're gonna realize everybody else is gonna be agent number two or agent number one, and they're gonna use this to take advantage, and agent number three is gonna have their best fucking year ever, and they're gonna look back and they're gonna say, you know why I had my best year ever? Because of low inventory, because interest rates went up. Same fucking excuse. The market doesn't determine our success, it determines our strategy. Does anybody agree that there's other agencies that are having discussions about low inventory interest rates rising? Every competitor should be. How many of you think that they have the strategy and the teamwork and the grit that it takes to be agent number three? It takes grit, it takes mindset. And every changing and challenging market is the biggest opportunity of your career. Are you looking at it as an excuse or an opportunity? I hope the market crashes. I hope it does. You know why? Anytime there's a shift, a huge shift in the market, I, I can't sleep. I'm excited. Most people, like as an example, who's, who was with us when COVID hit? You guys remember our meeting we had when COVID hit? What did I say? I doubled my lead budget twice when COVID was at its deepest. Every other agent said, holy shit, I'm backing out. I don't know what's gonna happen. I pushed all the chips on the table. It's time to push all your chips on the table for your personal business. There are so many agents that are gonna have every fucking excuse in the book. They're gonna be agent number one or agent number two. But what I know about you guys is you guys can take action. I know you guys have the right mindset and I know you have the why of why you want to achieve your goals so you can be agent number three. But look at this as an opportunity, not an excuse. What if I told you that Q1 of this year, there's been more transactions in our market than in Q1 of last year? You believe in your own excuses? You believe in your own excuses that it was because of low inventory? There's been more transactions done Q1 this year in our market than Q1 last year. 20% increase in transactions. Guess how much our business increased? We're gonna be agent number three? Time to start acting like it. So it's all about taking action, right? Taking action on that to, be, to get, use this as an opportunity, not an excuse, right?